0: Ladies and gentlemen around the world, welcome to the Film Deviant Podcast. Yeah! yeah. What's up guys? How's it going? How's everybody feeling today? Welcome Deviants to the Film Deviant Podcast. I am your host, Brian, as usual. Um, Funny thing, it's kind of crazy. This is like the one year anniversary of when I first embarked on this little podcast adventure. So, all five of you out there that's like listening to me thank you so much for subscribing for leaving any kind of amazing review or comment and you know just for listening like i really love that i'm over here talking into a little mic and you guys are over there listening to what i got to say um i'm doing well hope you guys are doing well as well hope you guys are doing okay um i'm actually fully vaccinated now which is crazy um i i went and got the pfizer double shot and the first shot wasn't as bad but the second shot is where i got all these crazy side effects so i i left the place feeling okay you know feeling kind of cocky like oh my god i conquered this i can you know, I, I, I didn't have a thing, right? Like I didn't feel any kind of whatever. And then um, I went to I went home, did my normal Sunday routine, went to bed, woke up at four in the morning with cold sweats. You know, like I had a fever. I I, I took my temperature and I was I had a fever of one hundred and one. So I was like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> and so I basically had. Body aches and a fever the whole day, all of Monday. Uh, so I called out of work, um, and you know, just basically spent the day in bed, just chilling, just kind of, you know, low key, watching, um, you know, whatever's on my, you know, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking into buying a new car, so I watched a lot of like. <laughs> Uh Potential new car videos or whatever, and then I just watched a bunch of skate videos um I will get into what I've been watching lately um but I remember this time last year, I was quarantined uh to my to the bedroom, and I ended up watching like the entirety of what we do in the shadows, like the t v series and and just feeling like that it was the greatest thing I've ever discovered on television. And I actually, if you remember back uh, during my first couple episodes, I spoke very highly on about that show. So I have a couple things that I want to speak about uh, that I've discovered, and I, I, I think very highly of them. So I, I want to recommend those on this episode. Um, but before I get into that, I, I just want to speak on a couple things. So, number one, I'm fully vaccinated. I got the... Uh, the whatever they call it, the 5G or 4G or whatever the fuck it is. But I don't know. It's just this weird vibe of people that get vaccinated and they want other people to get vaccinated as well, right? It's it's this weird thing where it's like, holy shit, I'm vaccinated. You should get vaccinated. You should get vaccinated. And, and I'm of the opinion where it's like, whatever, you know. I I do want this thing to finally come to some kind of conclusion where we get to experience normal things once again, like horror conventions and concerts and movie theaters and things like that. I will say I did experience a movie theater for the first time in what felt like forever. I went to go see uh, the anniversary screening. I think it's the 10th anniversary screening of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And that was pretty cool because I, I went to see it at uh, they. It used to be called the Movieco Theater, and now it's uh, AMC. And and they have this thing called like Dolby. Uh, you know, I, I forget what it's called, but it's a Dolby. It's Dolby surround sound, but it's also Dolby Vision or something. Um, so they they tout it as like this next level kind of viewing when you're in the movie theater. And, you know, not for nothing, watching Scott Pilgrim versus the world with that technology just kind of blew me away. So it was a good, really good movie experience, movie theater experience. And, you know, because it's like st- we're still sort of like in that pandemic kind of mind frame. So there wasn't too many people in the theater. I think there was like five people in the whole movie theater, which... I went to go see Scott Pilgrim versus the World with my good friend Craig on opening weekend and we were like two of five people that were in the theater anyway so nothing much has changed um regarding that. It's not like it's it's more of a cult film. So people that love this film fucking love this film and other people just don't know about it. So you know Pretty cool that I discovered it back then, and then ten years later I'm still in the movie theater <laughs> watching it um so that was my experience going back to the movie theater. I will say like it would be cool to have that like feeling of just kind of walking around and you know just being normal, just like hooking up with friends and and you know doing the 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 convention circuit again and and you know doing stuff that we used to do right. So if this is the road to that, then I welcome people getting vaccinated and things like that. But again, like it almost feels like that kind of uh, body snatchers vibe where it's like, oh, you must try this. You have to try this. You got to do this. Right. So I I don't fault people for like kind of steering away (laughs) from being vaccinated because it just all seems really weird. Uh, But having said that, I would recommend that you take care of yourself, you know, and get fully vaccinated because i don't think i don't believe in conspiracy theories where they're injecting you with uh you know microchips or whatever the fuck it is um or the serum that's going to like kill you in five years or whatever i just think it's you know science it's it's you know there's a there's a virus that popped up and science kind of stepped up to the plate and delivered this vaccine and you know There are uh, flu shots that you get on a yearly basis. I think this is just going to be that, right? Like, as we move into the future, I think this is just going to be another flu shot that you get. But, like I said, I don't like it when people die, (laughs) or at least people that I love. Um, So I I definitely recommend getting vaccinated Um, because COVID is is the real deal, you know, it's something that we should not take lightly, and we should protect ourselves from such things like COVID-19 or anything else that comes our way. However, there is a new strain that I saw, that I read about in the news coming from India or something, where, you know, the, this particular strain doesn't give a fuck about a vaccine, so we'll see, we'll see what happens, right? It's It's the world, it's time, it's like, you know 2020 was crazy so we'll we'll just see what happens but I started this podcast thing back in 2020 during all this craziness with you know the riots and COVID-19 and everything just shutting down so kind of interesting like where we're at now a year later you know it's like has the dust settled are we still kind of in this kind of weird phase of you know lockdown is imminent, right like it could happen at any given time you know but it is what it is and here i am still <laughs> recording a podcast show i did want to mention a couple shows that i'm on uh in a more regular format uh, in a more regular basis academia giallo is a podcast that i'm on uh pretty frequently with uh, fellow Jallo fans, uh, Ian Simmons from Kickin' the Seat, and Aaron Christensen from DrACblogspot.com. And um, John Kitley from Kitley's Crypt also makes appearances, um, and I think he's going to be more of a regular staple as we move forward. Um, so it's a fun show and we talk about Jallo and the, 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 the kick is, right? The, the twist, if you will, the, <laughs> the reveal or whatever um, is that Ian hasn't seen any of these films. So it's kind of a refresher for myself and Aaron and John, but it's also getting the, that first take from Ian and seeing how you know he digs some of these films. Um, so it's kind of a school for him and for people that just kind of want to tune in and get sort of of a refresher on some of these amazing giallo films um, as well as people that may have not seen some of these films and sort of watch them along with us they get that sort of fresh take on a lot of these films as well so that's um that's a show that i'm on uh once a month you'll catch me on there there's been um a bunch of shows that i've been on so you can kind of Go back in that catalog and, you know, find some of those older shows on Kicking the Seat. Um, so Academ- Academia Jallo is that one. And then The Super Bromance Show <laughs> is a show that I'm on with um, my fellow bromance lover <laughs> um, uh, friend, first and foremost, Derek Carey. And, you know, we talk about uh, just nerdy stuff. Um very recently, we uh, we were talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then he went and had a kid. Well, not he didn't have a kid, but you know his, his girlfriend had a kid, and um, you know, like it, life happens, right? So that's been sort of put on hiatus for now. But we we've been discussing jumping back in and just kind of doing the super bromance thing once again. So look for me on those shows if you want to. Um, or you could just kind of wait <laughs> when I record these things. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if this will be a regular thing anymore. But I do like coming on here and just kind of waxing poetic on, you know, whatever's on my mind. You know, so I do want to also talk about uh, a film that I've seen that I just adore. Psycho Gorman which came out in 2020, but I think um, it sort of came out to uh, streaming platforms in 2021. Um, I think I caught it uh, back in February, and I've watched it multiple times since. It's such a great, great movie. Um, It's it's written and directed by Steven Kostansky, and he's from Astron 6. And if you're familiar with Astron 6, they put out amazing <laughs> content. Uh, back in the day, uh, they made a bunch of short films. I fell in love with one of their short films called Phenia, um, Insan- I think it's called, uh, or it's pronounced. Um, but that one is just full of crazy like comedy on my kind of level. So I cracked up watching it, and it's got a lot of cool gore special effects. And they're very deeply rooted in horror and just genre film. Um, so they eventually came out with The Editor and Man Borg and Father's Day. And then uh, they, a couple of the guys from Astron 6 put out a film called The Void, which I fucking loved. And then this this film is more in the vein of the older Astron Six stuff, where it's super funny, it's super crazy, it's out there, but the, the the special effects, the gore effects, are like legit. So I definitely recommend Psycho Goreman. It's um I think it's still streaming somewhere. Like you can rent it for five bucks or whatever. And I think it's actually coming out this month, which is May, uh, on Shutter. So look for it um, if you haven't already seen it definitely recommend it i won't go into any kind of spoilers because it's a film that you kind of want to go into cold like it's it's really cool um really super entertaining like the little girl uh in the film she's just fucking amazing um kind of gets on your nerves for a minute but like like once you're on board you're just on board with this film so everybody is just you know it's almost like I, i'm going to talk about a show that i've Recently discovered and it's one of those shows where it's like where the fuck has this been all my life, right? So it's sort of as a segue into that show which if if you If you recognize my greeting you might know what I'm gonna be talking about But it's a good like pairing. It's that kind of comedy, right? Like it's it's the kind of comedy that like they just throw whatever at you and you know, it's just craziness it's, it's, it's shit that makes you think, like, wow, like, this is in this movie, right? So definitely check out Psycho Goreman if you get a chance. I, I give it the highest recommendation that I can. Um, it's a show that, I, like I said, I, I still watch um, I've on repeated viewings. It just gets even better. And it reminds me of this show that I just discovered called Rick and Morty. And if you're listening to me now and you're hearing me say Rick and Morty and you've been on board since like the inception of the show and you're thinking to yourself the fuck is this guy talking about Rick and Morty I've been watching it for like over five years it's an amazing show I just never it's never been on my radar right I have watched Cartoon Network stuff and most recently like well not recent most recently but like I've watched a lot of stuff simply because if you're familiar with Danger Doom and you know MF Doom he he pulls from a lot of uh, Cartoon Network stuff, and just like cartoon stuff all around. Um, but there was a minute where he was on Cartoon Network and he was doing some stuff on there, and that's where it's always been on my radar. And not for nothing, my son loves a lot of stuff that's on ca- Cartoon Network. But it's more of the tame stuff, like the Teen Titans Go stuff, and you know that kind of thing, Adventureland. You know, so it's it's not it's more rooted in mainstream, and it's it's kind of okay for like you know the family to watch, right? So when I finally put on when I finally came to Rick and Morty, I started watching with my son, and I was like, holy shit, like this isn't like you know <laughs> stuff that you watch with kids. So we kind of you know he steered away from it. He was like, you know, I'm not into this stuff, and so I started watching on my own, and I just couldn't stop. Like I, I I'm up to season four now. And the show is just brilliantly written. It's like full. It's like, it's like these guys waste no time with anything. Like every every detail, the the show is just like next level. Um, as it pulls from all these like different pop cultural, uh, you know, older references and movies and sci-fi and horror and you know just comedy stuff just things that have always been on my radar so it's like it's a welcome show for me um as i'm watching it and i see all these different references pop up and not to mention the show is actually really well written too like the the all the jokes pretty much land there's some stuff that it's like you know it goes a little too far for my taste um but god like they they spare no expense to go that distance like they they take the show to many different places where you're like holy shit like they're actually creating stuff like this you know what i mean um so i recommend that show just based on that there's a new um season coming um season five premiering june 20th um so i'm 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 on season four right now and it's going to take me into season five and then after that You know, they'll probably it'll probably be another two, three years until they make another season, Um, in which case I'm going to just go back and rewatch the show because it's just amazing. Like this is one of these things that you just discover along the way and you're just like, wow, like I why have I not been plugged into this like from the beginning, you know, shame on me for not like knowing about Rick and Morty. I posted it on Facebook and everybody's like, oh my God, you're just starting to watch it now. It's an amazing show, you know? So I'm, I'm very much into that stuff right now. I'm into things that like just make me laugh because I've been working a lot. I've been working all these crazy hours and I've been spending, you know, a lot of time like with myself. So having said that, that's a segue into the third thing that I kind of want to talk about. And it's, it's a little thing called depression. And if you know about depression, then you know how tightly it can grab you. you. You know the hole that it has on you. It's not something that you just shake off. It's something that sometimes lasts a lifetime and you just learn how to deal with it. You know, In my own ways, I, I think I've always had that darkness in me. Um, I've had several friends that have said to me, like, you carry this sort of weird, dark aura around you. It's almost like a dark cloud that just kind of follows you everywhere. And it's definitely not intentional. I'm not one of these guys that's like, you know, oh, I I thrive in being, like, depressed all the time or whatever. Like, if anything, if I had it my choice, like, I would not want to be depressed, you know. But it finds me, and then sometimes I'm sort of, like, in a low place. Um, So I just kind of wanted to talk about that for, for a little bit. Um, I know I've, I tried doing the meds thing and it just didn't work out for me. Um, Just kind of made me feel really off. Like my whole body just felt like not right, you know, and I'm not discounting that. Like it just, it works wonders for certain people. Right. And then others, it just doesn't. And I'm one of those, I'm in one of those categories that it just doesn't work for me. But having said that, like I found my own ways to like deal with things like that with, with my own depression. Uplifting sometimes, like I do try to stay positive, but it's a weird thing when you do try to stay positive because it, it's almost like like you're you're distracting yourself from the reality of being depressed, or or you're distracting yourself from being um like I've always looked at myself as like or in my own view, like my own perspective. To be super happy is a distraction, and to be super sad and depressed, that's also a distraction. You always kind of want to aim for the mid ground, right? The mid range of just being content with things, not being overly excited, not being crazy, but you know, also not being not slinking down and being like overly, you know, dramatic about certain things. Um, but I also feel that it's important to feel what you need to feel, right? Um, you have to be in that moment and you have to know yourself you have to learn yourself you have to truly feel those things so that you know at the end of the day you're you're sort of and I know this sounds a little cliche but you're being one with yourself because who else are you going to be one with right like a lot of people search for others to be one with like they they sort of they try to melt into somebody else because they feel that that's the way that they find that balance. But I've always felt that you have to find that balance from within, you know. So I've experimented with certain things like edibles and, and you know, THC-related stuff. Um, and, you know, like to, for me anyway, that works much better than taking all these, you know, meds that are geared for depression I've never been one to fully subscribe to chemically, you know, chemicals, just med medicine that deals with, like, you know, your body chemistry and things like that. And you're, you're introducing a brand-new chemical into your body chemistry, and sometimes that, like, offsets the balance, right? Um, or at least that's what I found in my own personal experience. With um, something like, you know, like if I take an edible... Um, it's concentrated from a plant you know it, it everything comes from a plant um, so for me that's a little bit more of a natural route I'm much more familiar uh, with THC like you know just smoking weed from back in the day you know um, so for me it's a little bit more comfortable um, it's something that I know um, how it feels how it treats me um, and there's you know not for nothing there's different levels of that too so you know, I, I do try to microdose myself and just kind of maintain that specific level of balance that I, I'm, I'm trying to constantly achieve. Um, so for me, when it comes to depression, you know, like for example, okay, this is just something that I'm bringing into the forefront. Just today, I'm speaking to my uh, one of my coworkers, um, a, a, an individual that I really, really adore. Uh, his name's Steve, and I, I look at him as some. you know, like sometimes when you work with somebody, you feel like, oh man, I could be friends with this guy outside of work, and that's how I, that's the relationship that I have with him. Um, so we're talking, and um, he asked me a question. I, I forget exactly how he how he phrased the question, but it was something along the lines of, Actually, no okay here's where it started like we <laughs> we we started talking about being grown ups right like uh he's actually a little older than me, so I asked him, like, was there ever a time where you felt like you were a grown up and he was like, "Fuck no, <laughs> you know, I still haven't uh attained that you know specific level of like feeling like i'm a I'm a grown up and so I responded in the same manner, I was like, you know I've always just felt myself, you know the only time that I felt like I changed was when my brother passed away my brother Byron and he was like really you know so you feel like you've been changed forever with that experience and, I, and without hesitation I said yes like that has truly changed everything inside me every every little bit inside me that was sort of like living life in the sort of carefree way just halted to a stop and said you know, this individual you will never be able to communicate with again in in this regular manner, in this, in this, this manner that we all kind of grown accustomed to, whether it's text message, whether it's calling somebody, whether it's actually hanging out with the individual. I will never get to experience that with Byron ever again, you know? And so I told him there was something inside me that just shut off at that very specific time. And that's when I knew that some part of me changed. And I don't necessarily know if that's growing up, right? Like that whole uh, concept of just growing up, but more so growing into something else. So, you know, sometimes the depression finds me in those moments where I'm just sitting and I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my thing at work. And all of a sudden it hits me like a freight train. Byron's gone. You know, and and now I think that's where um, that part of me, that darkness sort of derives from, is when I think those things. when I, when I pull away from the distractions of like a Rick and Morty or like a psycho Gorman, or if I'm just listening to some music, or if I'm listening to a podcast show, or if I'm laughing with my friends, or whatever the case, I'm always back alone. I'm always back by myself. And those thoughts are always there, you know. So I think it's just a matter of just dealing with those thoughts and learning how to live with those things, you know. There was a, a, really, um, a really good film um, years ago called The Baba Duke, where the, the whole point of the movie, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but if you've seen it, you know that the whole point of the movie is dealing, like learning how to live with that piece of you. Right. Like that that piece of you that you you pull out and you feed every once in a while and you sort of maintain because, you know, it's not going away. It's never going to go away. So, you, you know, you put it away, you lock it up in the basement, you do whatever. But, you know, every once in a while you have to sort of bring it back out and deal with it, you know. So that's what I've sort of learned how to do with that darkness in me the 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 piece of me that is never going to go away i've just learned how to live with it you know and when it comes to somebody like a like byron in my life and you know he was one of those people that just for whatever reason you just become so close to you just so close that you know you share all these different things together and you don't have anybody else that has that same sort of DNA um that derives from you, like he's my brother, so like we've experienced things that i've that we've never experienced with anybody else, right We have certain or we had certain things that you know uh you know things that we've only talked to each other about, um whether they be in our personal lives or whatever, just things that we constantly think about. And I've only shared certain things with him, and he's only shared certain things with me. I don't have... I have other, you know, similar friends or, you know, parts of my family that I've shared things with that I haven't shared with Byron. But I don't know. It's sort of like that person that you can just be your fucking self with, you know. He was one of those people, and that's been taken away from me. So now I have this piece of me that I sort of just kind of carry around with me wherever, you know, and it's almost like when people have like a growth, right? And they have to live with this growth and this, like they get on Pim- Dr. Pimple Popper and have it removed <laughs> or whatever, right? But they have to live with this thing. That's become that thing for me. And I'm not going to find a fucking Dr. Pimple Popper anywhere. I have to live with this thing. And so it's become a part of me. And I just know that I, I've found my own way of, of dealing with that piece of me, and, and so in, in such a way that I can move forward, right? Um, there's times where I feel like I can't move forward, and I'm only human, so I deal with them in that manner. And it's very excruciating sometimes. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Like sometimes I feel like I just fucking cannot handle it, right? But at the end of the day, it's that balance that you come back to. And I feel that everybody has that balance if they try to, if they truly try to seek it out. The balance is always there. It's just sometimes you feel imbalanced and that knocks you out of proportion, you know. So, but at the end of the day, when you come back to it, the balance is there. It's just a matter of like recognizing when it's not gonna be there and knowing that it's going to be okay. That you, you know, you have to sort of have these pockets where you feel these things. So, you know, I'm here to say that the the my depression, my my darkness, the <laughs> in terms of like Dexter or whatever, my dark passenger is always going to be there. I just found a way to sort of live with that that particular piece of myself. But anyway, I just kind of wanted to, you know, jump on here and share that with you guys. Let you know that I'm okay. Um you know sometimes i'm not okay and that is okay you know and you know not for nothing i did want to share some of these things that i've watched recently um that have definitely uh brought some light into my life um like psycho Gorman, and uh rick and morty two amazing things that i don't know how the hell i've ever lived without them you know so yeah i'm back for the time being i don't know um, how many more of these I'm going to make. But I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to make an effort to jump on and at least record an episode here and there. So look out for that. Um, and if I'm I'm not on a more regular basis, like I said, you can find me on Academia Giallo or Super Bromance. So check those out if you can. I'm going to leave you with a song from Mr. Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Dark Man X, um, you know, he was a part of my life. And in particular, specifically, Byron and I have always shared um, this particular song uh, together. And, you know, it's one of those songs that, like, just spoke to myself and spoke to him. Um, and so, you know, it's just on a different level. Just sort of one of these songs that just sort of gets you and just sort of embeds itself in you. Um, and so I'm going to leave you with that and I hope that you guys are doing well out there thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about Psycho Goreman, Rick and Morty and depression all in that order Um, I hope you are here next time when I'm here next time Um, but until then take care of yourselves and each other
1: see you suffer, but to survive. Well, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, I'm slipping, i falling, I can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, i I can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I gotta get up. Get back on my feet so I can kick. Hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I gotta get up. Get Doing my first big Back on the scene at 14 With a scheme To get more green Than I'd ever seen In a dream And by all means I will be living High off the hog And I never gave a f*** About much but my dog That's the only one f- I'd head off in my last Just another little Headed nowhere fast hey, yo, I'm slipping I'm falling I can't get up Ayo hey, I'm slipping I'm falling I can't get up Ayo hey, I'm slipping I'm falling I got to get up yeah, Get back on my feet So I can not s*** Ayo I'm slipping I'm falling can't get up, ayo, hey, I'm slippin', I'm fallin', can't get up, ayo, hey, I'm slippin', I'm fallin', I got to get up, getting back on my feet so I can tear. that ain't the half, It uh-huh. gets worse as I get older, actions become bolder, heart got cold, chip on my shoulder that I didn't, did touch, didn't need a click, cause I scared it that much, One deep, with the b**** startin', for kicks, catchin' vicks, throwin' bricks, gettin' by, bein' slick, used to get high, just to get by, used to have to fall. In the morning, before I get fly, I ate something. Couple of 40s made me hate something. After some hurt, now I'm ready to take something. Three years later, showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut or give a how I dress. I'm possessed by the darker side. Living the cruddy life. Like this, tapping with a bloody knife. Wanna make records, but I'm old. up. I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Ayo, hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. here I'm slipping, I'm falling. I got to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear. the I'm slippers, I'm falling. I can't get up, ayo, hey, I'm slippers, I'm falling. I can't get up, the I'm slippers, I'm falling. I got to get up, getting back on my feet so I can tear. Wasn't long before I hit rock bottom. Like damn, look how that, how that got Open like a window, no more endo. Look at a video, say to myself that could have been yo. It's on the TV, believe me. Could be done. Something got to give, got to change this. Now I got a son. I got to do the right thing for shorty. And that means no more getting high, drinking 40. So I get back looking tight, slick again. Fake, jump back on my again. Nothing but love for those that know how it feels. And much respect to all my. Kept it real, be strong, kept it from doing wrong. Is, and this is your f- song. And to my fool, who stuck with it, I do all the fools. you get yours because it's do. Hey, yo, I'm slippers, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slippers, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slippers, I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear Yo, i i falling. I can't get up. And yo, I'm slippers, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm, slipping, I'm falling. i hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear Up. But I got to get up. Listen, Morty, I hate to break it to you, but what people call love is just a chemical reaction that compels animals to breed. It hits hard, Morty, then it slowly fades, leaving you stranded in a failing marriage. I did it. Your parents are going to do it. Break the cycle, Morty. Rise above. Focus on science.